Welcome to Star Wars Collecting Cosmos. No, not those mini episodes I've been doing lately, but a real Star Wars Collecting Cosmos episode. I'm Ryan Bisey, and I'm joined by my regular co-host of Marjorie. Hello, Marjorie. Hello. Hello, it's good to have you here. It's been so long since we've done a show. It's been so long since I've seen you, period. <laughs> That's true. I didn't make it to celebration, so... Uh, but yeah, great to have you here. We're also joined by Amy. Hello, Amy. Hello. Hello, Amy. Great to, to have you back on this. Uh, maybe we'll we'll get more than one show out this year. <laughs> I hope so. Looking forward to it. Me too. And we have a guest host today. We have uh, Mr. Jim Gibbons, who is a resident Star Wars collector who uh, excels in uh, Star Wars kitchen items. Hello, Jim. Thanks for the invite. Yes. Would you say it's kitchen items, baking items, what? And I, I really enjoy the food preparation stuff. So okay. party supplies, cake pans, toasters, cookie jars, everything that you can either store food or prepare food or serve food. Excellent. So if you can't figure this out, we are going to do a show about kitchen items. I know I've talked a long time about doing a uh, Topps Galaxy show. That's still in planning stages. But we had the opportunity to throw this together, so we thought we would. Uh, and we got Jim here as our expert. Are you ready to be an expert, Jim? Uh, I am super excited. Okay, excellent. Um, so I thought we'd start with a little vintage. Um, you know, a long time ago we had a show about Sigma, and there are kitchenware items uh, that were made by Sigma. But specifically, I was thinking there were some ceramic bowl and um, mug sets. The the teapot that we talked about, the Tauntana, or Lucan Tauntan uh, teapot set, as well as cookie jars. Is there anything else? Does anybody know? I'm, I'm trying, trying to, to think. think. <laughs> yeah. well, I know that back in the day there was a lot of ceramics that were made because there used to be like ceramic clubs and they would do the firing of the molds and, you know, make the things and people could paint them. Like and the my mom, stuff? Yeah, my mom had like a cup, but I don't remember anything about it, but I want to say it was Darth Vader and she made it at a craft class. Okay. Yes, there are bootleg ceramic Vader mugs. I think there are three or four different styles. Um, and then, of course, the Rumpf mugs, too. So if you're really going for vintage for, for cups, those are out there for ceramics. Right, We talked about that a while back in another episode, too, I seem to remember. Yes. Uh, there's all, there's oh, also the plate, one of the plates that has uh, Chewbacca and C-3PO and R2-D2 playing around the Tajeric board in the Millennium Falcon. Okay. And it comes with a companion mug oh, as nice. well. Okay, very cool. Uh, one of the things I thought of when I thought of vi vintage kind of kitchenware items were the DECA items from Return of the Jedi, as well as, I believe, Empire Strikes Back. They were plastic plates and mugs and, I believe, bowls made for children. I still have a segmented plate for Return of the Jedi, as well as a couple of uh, kind of plastic mugs. I loved this plate as a kid. It has all sorts of Return of the Jedi characters around the outside of it. I know there's an Empire one like that as well. I'm actually currently looking at the DECA, uh, exactly what you talked about. It's the DECA salesman catalog Ooh, nice. for this whole product line, which I will take a po photo of and post on to our group so people can see it. But um, there's a pitcher, there's cups, there's mugs. Uh, there's it looks like five different cups, the segmented plate you talked about, a, pa a plate in another bowl. So they did quite a lot for Jedi. Yeah. And there was a couple cups because I think I've got one with Vader and the Royal Guards as well as one with Leia and the Ewoks. Yes. You know, going vintage, I, I think one of the, the all-time classic vintage kitchen items has to be the cake pans from Wilton. We had a Darth Vader, Boba Fett, C-3PO, and R2-D2. It was just the four, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, these are fantastic. I've, I've had the Vader cake pan for years. I picked it up in the 1990s. I don't know if it was ever used, but it still had the insert in it and everything. I've actually used it a few times. Uh, but I think this is kind of one of those best items that came out of the vintage era. Does anybody else have these? I, I know they're pretty, pretty plentiful out there. I will buy them in good condition when I come across them. So I have like a series of questionable condition ones. <laughs> and as I find better ones, I'll buy that. Just because I think, okay, this one is better than the one I've got, so I, I better buy it. And then wait and, you know, maybe I'll find another better one. But I think they're great, and I think they're fabulous. I wish I could decorate cakes, but <laughs> there is – there is something nostalgic about baking a cake in it and using the old, um, like when you use a, a pastry bag and you do the little star dots of frosting all over them. And it looks That's like one of a my favorite things to do. Is it? Mm-hmm. You, you, you know, use the vintage colors and the vintage. You take the pictures from the art and the insert, and then you do all the star patterns exactly the same. I've yep. made a couple of cakes that way. It's, it's a lot of fun. There's a fabulous photo of my husband when he was a little boy with his R2-D2 cake that his parents paid another lady to make. <laughs> and it's just so cute. But, yeah, I love those. I think they're awesome. And I, I love the vintage looks of the cakes, too, if you make cakes in them, which is totally okay to do because, you know, play with your toys. Well, and they're metal, too. I mean, it's not like they're going to be damaged in the oven in general. Exactly. And, you know, you could do, like, really other cool things with them, too, is you could do jello molds. I've, like, started, like, toying with jello molds here and there every once in a while. I tried to do, do like... jello once, and it didn't work in mine. Really? <laughs> yeah. It... It, would, it didn't come out right. Did it not come out, or did it not set? It really didn't come out, no. <laughs> you have to grease it first. Yeah, I did. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay, now you've sent me on a mission. Okay. Because I thought that'd be really cool to have a giant, like peach jello mold with fruit in it or something that's what i thought too <laughs> huh i got pretty good at making it in um the jello modes that come out currently like the big there's a big captain america shield oh yeah and i've made that like in three colors and made it look authentic with it so is that a metal mold or plastic it is plastic uh, i wonder if that makes a difference yeah i wonder hmm Jim, the, the, the new the new silicone molds are really good for that. Yeah. Chocolate work and and, and uh, Jello work. I I've never actually tried to get to use a hard plastic or a hard metal mold to make a Jello. Okay. But if you if if properly oiled, I could see how you could you could make that work. Okay. Maybe I just didn't do something right. I don't know. <laughs> a lot of things can be finicky. It, when you're doing it for the first time. I'm sure. I, I'm glad to hear that, that you can have the patience, Jim, to do those little star icing things because every time I make a cake, I, ha- I don't have that patience. I wipe the frosting on, and it doesn't look like much of a Vader anymore other than in shape. Jim, Jim is a real proficient at this because I've seen him do the R2-D2 cake firsthand and also the Boba Fett cake, and both were like in vintage colors with all of the original vintage style. And they looked amazing. Yeah, he is really selling himself short with his cake decorating skills there. Yes. Oh yeah, we uh, those of us Lots in this area definitely know pictures. Jim for that. Back at back at Ice, Jim made a full sarlacc cake complete with a sail barge on it. Yes, that was tremendous. That was a lot of fun, making a a, a gum paste sail barge that was three and a half, uh, big enough to put three and a half inch action figures on, and was so well done apparently that everyone thought it was a diorama and not a cake until we until we ate it. <laughs> I still have the uh, frame for that sail barge that you gave me, too. Hopefully someday it'll actually be uh, in an actual diorama. You got, you know, I could say, look, that was what I made. Yeah, well, it'll hear soon that may happen with uh, 
I, I'm actually moving here soon and uh, going to have a very large area for my collection. So uh, that. Uh, Ooh, that congratulations! That's yes. really exciting. Uh, yep. Well, hopefully moving here soon. We we my my wife and I uh, put an offer in on a house and it was accepted, and we have the inspection tomorrow. So <laughs> fingers crossed, everything goes through right. Oh, that's the worst part of it. Once you get through that, you're fine. That's what we figured. But I get a uh, whole detached garage for my Star Wars collection. So nice. Wow. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. All right. Anyway, we're gonna move on. We're gonna head into the modern era. Um, Modern era being not vintage, but I'm going to go back a little ways to applause. I know we've had an episode about applause before, but they did make at least cookie jars. I have an R2-D2 cookie jar. Were there any other food items you guys know, know were made with these? Mm. Apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> it's all, the R2 cookie jar is kind of that rubbery plastic type stuff. It's yeah, it, it stayed well over the years, but it's you know not as well constructed as some other things. And then, then what comes to mind, apart from the things you mentioned. Okay, well that's good. <laughs> also, Hallmark has been for years doing some different things like cookie jars. I know I have an, a Christmas R two D two cookie jar. I think it candy dishes have been really yeah. great yeah, recently. Dishes. Yes, the yes. Java candy dish, yeah. And then that's mm-hmm. awesome. I think they've got no, they don't. Okay, it wasn't food for this year. They've got the perpetual calendar coming out for Comic-Con. So I got I confused. Other candy dishes, they did a, a Santa Claus Yoda that you can put candy in the in the bag. And this year's is a serving dish that looks like the Millennium Falcon. Oh, cool. They also did a, a Boba Fett barbecue grill apron that was like, does this does this apron make me look fat? And it came with bar- <laughs> to- barbecue tongs that were brand new with Boba Fett's uh, likeness. It was, a lot, it was fun. There's, there's been like lightsaber barbecue tongs before. Are those the same thing? Those were Walmart? made. They were made by Underground Toys. Okay, those are Underground Toys. Okay. Yeah, and they were. Uh, they had the tongs and they had a fork. Seems like they had a spatula as well. They did. I've got a Star Wars. Mm-hmm. They have silverware. Yeah. Yeah, I have a spatula. They've got just the, about everything. The handle is uh, Darth Vader's lightsaber, and the spatula has Star Wars in it. Did they do that? Yes, car- you can. See you can sear your meat then with it, right? Right, yeah. Did they do the character aprons too? The ones that have like the the body of the character on the apron was that Underground Toys? Ooh, I don't think that they make textiles at all. Okay. Um, I don't remember who made those. I know that Think Geek had some for a while, that but Think Geek makes it hard to find out who the manufacturer or something is unless you oh, have it in your hand. Yeah, definitely. I know I have like a Slave Leia one that a friend of mine gave me for my birthday once. Aww, still that, in the box, but that might have been uh, StarWarsShop.com back in the day. I think that okay. had the Leia apron. You know, we talked about Underground Toys. They've done a lot of different things. Um, we mentioned a few things. Was there anything more that we know that's come from them? They have got all kinds of plates. They have ceramic plates. They have plastic plates, glassware, cutting boards, silverware, kitchen utensils, teapots. Yeah, basically anything in your kitchen, I think. <laughs> nice. I know every year, the first time I really saw them was at San Diego Comic-Con my first year there, and they had a whole lot of different things that were goofy and fun, and I wanted to buy it all, and I've learned my lesson since then and not bought it all. But Yes, don't buy it all. <laughs> it's hard. Yes. I was I was doing research for the show, and I ended up spending $100 at ThinkGeek. Oh, no. <laughs> um, welcome to my world, Jim. <laughs> But it 
was all stuff that I needed. It wasn't a like right. or a uh-huh. desire. It was I needed those things. Uh-huh. Jim, that's probably one of the worst things about doing a uh, podcast is you could talk about things. And I said, oh, I want that. And you're like, yeah. on the podcast, you're on eBay, eBay looking up things. Yeah. eBay yeah. breaks often. Hey, I'm looking at Underground Toys. Uh-huh. Uh, speaking of things that probably need to buy that you don't need, they have like the Death Star timer. They have oh, yeah. oven gloves that are like Darth Vader's gloves. Oh, yes, they have, I have the X Wing. Yeah, they have the X Wing yeah. knife block. Okay, that was from Underground. Yeah, I couldn't cool. remember who that was from. Yeah, that was Underground. Um, they've got and what's funny is the plastic plates that I have that I um, were Zach are listed in Underground Toys catalog, but they've I mean they've got everything from like spatulas. They've got R2-D2 oven mitts, which, damn it, I'm going to have to go buy now. Um, <laughs> they have a Death Star barbecue grill, which so, is pretty cool. Like, it's like, like you know, the round Weber grills. It's like yeah. that, but it's a Death Star. Okay. Uh, they do have character they aprons. They've got And they've got, a, like, a barbecue belt, so you can have, like, a tool belt to put your stuff in. But, yeah, they've got um, a lot of stuff. They're big at Toy Fair every year, but they never let you take photos. Really? Uh-huh. Do, do you know if there's much stuff that never gets made that you see there? Or? Yeah, um, I will say there's stuff that we'll see there, and that they always have that little placard that says licensing approval pending. And there have been things that we've seen. Um, and I, I don't – I'm not one of those people that takes, like, the secret pictures because that will get you <laughs> in trouble faster than anything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, quite often, like whatever they think is going to be hot, like I believe this year they had a lot of K2SO and a lot of, um, oh God, what's her name? The new girl. Ray? No, the other one. Jin? Yes. <laughs> um, they had a lot of like Jin stuff, which I haven't seen on the shelves anywhere on huh. ThinkGeek. Okay. Yeah, I haven't seen any Jin stuff. Not yet. Not even much Rogue One stuff that I no. saw there. And I'm guessing that Rogue One maybe didn't perform like they thought it i think they thought it would perform like the force awakens and it didn't it's interesting because i you know from most manufacturers and even from disney it seemed like they were planning on it not performing as well as force awakens and it still exceeded what they thought it would do so who knows well to be honest i know somebody who's in manufacturing that works for a company that ironically makes some kitchen items um and they are still sitting on an entire warehouse full of force awakens stuff that didn't sell Oh, I'm not surprised. They made a lot of stuff out there. Yeah. Episode episode one epidemic. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it so. was. I don't think it was as bad as episode one, but it was close in some ways. Yeah. Well, we touched on a few other manufacturers here that we're going to get to. One of those is Think Geek. Uh, I know when I was trying to research this, there was a lot of things I couldn't find like a manufacturer for. It would be different on different things. Uh, many things have been made through Think Geek. Uh, one of the things that popped up first for me were the toasters. The more recent ones, there's been a Darth Vader, a Stormtrooper, and a Death Star toaster. And these are kind of fun. Like, the molds on the helmets for Vader and the Stormtrooper are actually pretty good. Uh, Being a Vader collector, I've had a lot of Vader stuff over the years that does this helmet that does not look good. And this is actually kind of a cool mold on these. Uh, I've used my Vader toaster for probably about a year now, and it works great. I don't know if my wife appreciates it being in the kitchen all the time, but uh, it's the toaster I have. So I heard I heard a lot of, co- of comments about the the toaster itself not baking toast in a way that would be indicative of toast. Is that have you found that to be the case with your Darth Vader toaster that it, it, it leaves the middle too soft to actually be a toasted toast? I thought it was fine. I mean, it has a little dial that you can 
turn to make it lighter or darker like normal toaster, and it's, you know, light side, dark side to make it funnier. But it's, uh, I've never had a problem. The only thing I see with it is the place to put the bread isn't as big for some of those larger loaves. Like, you can mm-hmm. buy toasters that are that are quite long on that, and this is more of just your, your average sandwich, sandwich bread uh, toast. So in the pictures, it looks like it toasts unevenly. How does it actually toast? Well, it... it it presses an image into the middle, and this has been the same. There actually is an old Darth Vader toaster I originally bought. I don't know who made it. Um, it came out of the same company that was doing the Battlestar Galactica toasters. But the idea is it presses an image onto the middle of the toast, so it kind of burns it a little bit, but it's not bad. It's not like you taste burnt toast in there. But mm-hmm. it, it, if that you know that could be a little uneven, but I think, honestly, I use it all the time. It, I think it works great. But... Mm. I, I have it a little on the dark side, and it seems to work fine. Also, it's a good for, recommendation. Yeah, I like it. I I haven't had a problem with it, so I don't know. Well, I think the first rendition of the toaster. I know that the my the Hello Kitty toaster, the original one, uh, instead of it being the 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 shape is burnt in the toast, it was the inverse, where where there was a metal plate with the shape of the my Hello Kitty on it that would block the heat oh. and so the center of your toast looked like hello kitty except for it wasn't toasted so only the edge of your toast was toasted and the middle was normal bread that looked like hello kitty and it was i haven't actually opened the one that i own so i haven't actually toasted toasting it i was just interested to see if that was the same for the darth vader as it was for the hello kitty toaster and no. apparently they fixed that issue yeah i thought it worked great in that because it would it didn't do that it was not the inverse like that it actually burned an image of darth vader's helmet into the toast on that first one and it worked fine i actually used it for about three or four years as my regular toaster nice uh the only downside of it is it's a very plain black plastic toaster that just says star wars on the side um so unlike these new toasters that are in shapes and stuff it's not as fun on your kitchen counter, if you will. Uh, also from Think Geek, we've had things like waffle irons. I know I have the Death Star waffle iron. I've used it a few times. I haven't had a problem with it, but I think Jim has had different experiences. Well, the, in, the, in, in Think Geek, the speci- specifically, uh, it, the waffle iron for Death Star comes with a, a hard plastic uh, top lid, and on that lid is a black ink Death Star and the black ink Star Wars where you would on the handle where you would lift the toast, lift the waffle iron up. And I just I um, my personal experience because I use it all the time is when it when it heats up when you've made that fourth waffle when you grab the top and you touch the ink that says Star Wars it it rubs off onto your hand. So if you're looking for a pristine uh, waffle iron art on the top, you have to be very careful not to touch any of the black ink while you're running the toaster or excuse me the waffle iron. Yeah, I haven't had that problem with my. I have that one, but I usually only make about two waffles when I do it. I wonder if it's mine is like first run because I was really excited when the Death Star waffle iron came out, so I bought it right off. It may be that they changed the formula of their plastic and ink combo uh, to not make that not an issue. And there's a number of waffle irons out there. I'm looking here. Uh, Hammaker Schlemmer has a uh, Darth Vader one. It actually is in the image uh, image and shape of his helmet. Uh, I'm seeing a Stormtrooper one, a BB-8 one, uh, and then there's some metal ones. I don't know. Well, there are, there's a, a hard plastic Think Geek Death Star and BB-8 waffle iron, and then okay. there's also that the com- there's also other companies that make waffle irons for many other companies. Oh, okay. Or, uh, and those stores have the metalized outside with the temperature gauge. Got so it. there's if you're if you're a completist then you need to buy the ones from Think Geek and the ones from the other places <laughs> and have multiple waffle irons. 
So are you try to be a kitchen completist, Jim? I there was a moment in time in which I tried, <laughs> and then my my bank account gave out. Well, I, I'm sure that happened uh, somewhere around the time when uh, our, our next manufacturer, William Sonoma, really started making a lot of stuff. I have every one of those spatulas <laughs> in, in lovingly placed in the same jar. But okay, I have found that they're just really good for turning pancakes or cookies. They're not good for much else. I did not like the spatula. I have a Vader spatula, and I never use it. It's it's decoration, pretty much. They yeah. Are pretty, they are pretty thick, so if you're doing any kind of like, if you need to dig under something and not ruin it, it, it does make it a little hard. Now these did go on clearance for like a dollar or two after they were initially out, and I picked up a ton. And I've got them sitting in a box in my basement. I picked up those, and the Marvel ones were like one and two dollars. And I just cleaned out the store. That's the way to go. I got the R2 one, and um, for some reason, a little sensor port uh, thing at the top of it always gouges the cookies when I use it. So oh. it like scrunches the cookies up on my tray, and I always have to let them cool before I even use the spatula on it because. It's time to get a non-Star Wars spatula, basically. <laughs> yeah, I, I, re- I have a couple Star Wars spatulas, and I just use a regular spatula all the time. Well, one of the things that I've really enjoyed using uh, are the, the cutting boards. There's like five or six different cutting boards, the Millennium Falcon and an Art BB-8 and a, and a Death Star uh, cutting board. And I use like... The plastic ones I actually use as cutting boards, and then there the glass ones, which are labeled as a cutting board, but really are more of a trivet. Okay. I'll leave those on my table, and my in, so when I'm serving food, I stick hot food on, on the glass ones. But they're an integral part of my my typical table setting. There we go. I, I use I use the plastic ones as a serving tray at Sarlacc meetings for like cheese platters and stuff. Yeah, also a good use for it. Yeah. That. Uh, William Sonoma, I think the first thing they put out were the cookie cutters, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, the box sets. Yeah, I know a lot of us rushed out to get those. How many of us have made very many cookies with these? Um, Here's the thing. <laughs> I am not a professional baker. I, I'm pretty good in the kitchen. I can bake some things. I can cook some things. But I found these to be a little difficult and forget frosting them like they show in the pictures. <laughs> yeah, flood icing is what they do on the on the, on the – picture art for those is a very labor-intensive thing and you have to know what you're doing and it's like first you outline and then you let it sit and dry for two hours and you come back and you lay your flood in so yeah i have a i have a friend who's a professional um pastry chef and she said yeah don't beat yourself up she goes i would even have trouble with those because they're so labor-intensive well, just getting the cookies out of the molds was a pain in the butt. Yes. Yeah, um, it was. I floured was the heck out of mine, and it just it would come out, especially like the X wing. That was the worst one. <laughs> you guys have any luck with the with the the uh, pancake molds? No, I I tried those. They they never worked well for me. <laughs> I I didn't actually I never actually did it myself, but I heard the trick was to leave the, the cast iron form on the griddle and let it get as hot as the griddle hmm. before you spray it with mm. Pam and you put your pancake into it. That mm. way it it's actually cooking it from all the sides and it doesn't actually cook to the form oh, itself. Oh, okay. So I know I tried to use it once and it just made a mess. And then my wife tried to surprise me once by using them and uh, she got frustrated with them, so... I also say, to further the point, like, the recipes they include with these things, like the cookie cutter and the pancakes, 
don't follow the recipe they give you because it's not that good. <laughs> uh, they also put out some sandwich cutters, which I didn't know there was a market for the, such a thing. I guess yeah, they came in the lunchbox. Yeah, yeah. I, I I had never had my sandwich cut. I guess I didn't care to have crust cut off, so it didn't matter. But maybe it's a way of cutting the crust. Seems like a giant waste of bread to me. Well, Think Geek came out with a bento box that had the same type of cutter in it. Oh yeah. And it it, it, it may be one of those like trendy, uh, you know, pretty lunches type of thing. Well, actually, Kotobukiya has a line of like the sandwich presses and that's like all the rage in Japan are like the shaped sandwiches and the sandwich presses. Hmm. Have you guys, have you seen those? I think I've seen them at one of the conventions. It's like a, yeah, it looks like a clamshell and then it's got like a mold on each side inside. So you cut the crust off your bread, put the sandwich in there, squeeze it, pop it out. And you've got like a Darth Vader, like mold and your sandwich is like Darth Vader on each side. Yeah, and they and they have one for eggs too. Yeah, yeah, the egg shaper. Those yeah. are creepy AF. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I did not understand that one either when I saw. It. I was like, what the heck? But is it's that? here's the thing. There, it's it's all the rage in Japan, and it's the same thing with like their lightsaber chopsticks. Mm-hmm. Having your own like trendy cool lightsaber trendy chopsticks is a huge thing in Japan. It's a Japanese company that bring this all over here. We think it's all weird, but we buy it as novelties anyway. Oh, yeah, I have some light chamber chopsticks. I've actually not just used them as chopsticks, but as a, uh, a music director at the school, I've actually used it to conduct orchestras because it's a lot easier Aww. than waving a giant lightsaber. Well, yeah. and if you have really long hair, they make fantastic hair um, pins. It's like twist your hair up in a bun use them <laughs> as hair sticks. I, I will never have hair that will use that. No, <laughs> no, it's okay. But yeah, those are all the rage for sandwiches, like sandwich shapes and things like that. Huh. I don't get it. But there's a lot of things in Japan I don't get. But <laughs> yeah, and they probably don't get a lot of what we do either. It's okay. But the Kodo, you know, we we got the Kodo here. One of the biggest things they were known for early on were their ice cube trays. Yeah, and those are awesome. They are. They're really fantastic. versatile. Mm-hmm. I've used them you for can... ice and for chocolate. I've made like peanut butter cups with them, all sorts of stuff. You can make soap with them. Yeah. Yep. Even prior to that, at Celebration Japan, they were doing the multi-layered glass etched like. Um, those glass eyeball type glasses they were gorgeous oh, wow. i have every single one of those and i have like hand carried them through two moves because i treasure them so much <laughs> yes they're just they're stunning if you've never seen them i highly suggest getting out there looking up a picture because like like amy said they're, they're hand etched it's just amazing i don't think i've seen those i have to yeah me neither oh. I, I have to go look those up there's a R5D4, an R2D2, and a C3PO. Are they Kodo or? They are made yeah. by Kodo. Okay. Uh huh. And they only made, yeah, they only made four, and they were like a huge thing. The R2D2 was the first one, and it is just phenomenal. Oh my yeah, god, they're gorgeous. They're actually, uh, yeah, I'm, I agree with Marjorie. It's just like one of my favorite f- kitchen type items of all time. And I never use mine. No, me neither. Yeah, because you just here. I, I found an image. I'll send it to you guys. Okay. I, I would cry massive tears if I broke it. So. Oh my I god, couldn't... that's why that's why I wrapped it and hand carried it when I moved. Yeah. And like I I carefully like did it so that it rode with me in the car. You know, I packed it up. No one else packed it up because they're that amazing. Huh. 
I know you guys were like, come on, they're just glasses. <laughs> no, I, I understand. There's was, was some stuff like that. And they, they quit making them, interestingly enough, because I ended up being friends with the guy who used to do their marketing, Frank, and he went to Super 7, and now I don't know what he does. Um, and then Dan, who's it now, and they Frank told us, and Dan has confirmed, they quit making them because they were such a delicate item that bringing them over from Japan, they were breaking so many of them. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. I I managed to luck out, and right when StarWarsShop.com was going out of business, they had a stockpile of them, and I got two of the R2 glasses for five bucks a piece. Oh, sweet. Wow. wow. My only regret is I didn't just, like, buy the max I'm more, of five. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. Along with weird Japanese items, I, this came out a few years ago, and I was tempted to buy one, even though I had no reason to buy it. They, uh, Nestle of Japan came out with coffee makers. Uh, their first was a Darth Vader coffee maker. I don't drink coffee at all, but I wanted this because it was a Darth Vader coffee maker, and it seemed crazy, and I wanted it. Uh, since then, it looks like they've uh, created a C-3PO coffee maker. I think these are pretty expensive, too. I want to say they're around two to $300. Jim, have you ever looked at these at all, or...? What kind of coffee maker is it? Is it a percolator? Is it the single cup barista? It looks like they're four hundred dollars on eBay right now. Four hundred, okay. Uh, yeah, I I don't drink coffee, so I couldn't tell you. I didn't know about them. They look really pretty. Yeah, they're, they're pretty cool. Looks like there's an R2, a C3PO, and a Vader. I hadn't seen the R2 yet. I only saw the Vader and 3PO. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, the Vader has like a lightsaber stir stick or something. I've seen it at Rancho Obi Wan. Yeah, I knew Steve had one, but. Uh, when I saw the price when they first said, I was like, yeah, no, I'm not going to buy that. Not for something I'd never use. Here's the thing. It has to make tremendous coffee. I, I am a co- huge coffee drinker. Okay. So it's it's if it's going to make good coffee, I'd probably be like, all right, because it's worth it if it's going to brew properly. But this, they're very pretty. <laughs> they're very space-agey. It's like something you'd see in like a future TV show. Yeah, it's it's definitely a little different. But it looks like I think it looks like a, like a Keurig type thing, and those do not make good coffee. Okay, I would agree. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to uh, kind of think geek items, uh, one thing we didn't touch on is there's been some popcorn machines coming out recently. Uh, I've seen a Death Star and an R2D2 one. Uh, this is something I thought about buying because I bought a popcorn machine like this recently, but uh, ended up just getting a, a regular one. Has anybody uh, tried these out? Yeah, we I bought a the R two D two one. It's really cool and it and it does perform its duty, which is to pop popcorn. But if you're going to buy it as a staple on your kitchen counter, uh, the design is a little a little uh, under designed from an engineering perspective. Okay. The, the, like from a good popcorn maker, if you look at them, actually has a has a taper where the bottom of the popcorn popping area is wider than the top. That way, as the popcorn is popping, any seeds that are that are not not actual popcorn yet bounce back into the middle and oh. continue to pop. Okay. This particular one is has straight sides, so it it tends to belch hot popcorn seeds along with popcorn out the front, which well, was a little distressing the first day that I used it. That doesn't sound like but, fun, yeah. <laughs> But, you know, as long as you're ready for that, then okay. it does do popcorn. I mean, it, once I knew that, I, I got a bigger bowl. Therefore, when it would catch all the popcorn and all the seeds, <laughs> and then just shake it to the bottom. 
uh, as well from Think Geek. I know I've bought a few things over the years. I, I have the uh, lightsaber popsicle molds, which I think was one of their April Fool's Day I- items one year. And they actually light up. Like they have lights that go into or shine into the ice, if you will, so that they'll light up. Yeah, each one of them comes with two Darth Vader lightsaber hilts and two Luke lightsaber hilts. And then it has a little plastic nub that has LEDs in it. And then you pour your Kool-Aid mix into the mold and then stick the the hilt down. And when it freezes, it comes out and you can turn it on. And, of course, you must go (laughs) when you use them. (laughs) The biggest problem I found with them, though, is that it's a tall item and – you're not going to fit it in a lot of freezers to, to make that work. It's also tippy, but yeah, for the joy but, of a lightsaber popsicle, some <laughs> some things have to be sacrificed. Trying to store it is more of the pain. Mm-hmm. Like oh, yeah. storing it in a cabinet is really a pain. Yeah. Uh, they've also let's see. I want to say there was also a knockoff brand of that that oh, wasn't really? made by Think Geek. That was another another version of the pop, popsicle mold. There was Can one that came with one of the Star Wars cookbooks. Oh, really? Yes, had, yes. Yeah, it was packaged with the lightsaber popsicle mold because I bought it for my niece and nephew thinking they'd have a ball with it, and they did. Oh, good. Uh, going back to coffee, apparently Think Geek, it's not out yet from what I understand. It looked like it was just a pre-order, but there's an R2-D2 coffee press coming out. Oh, that um, came out and is yeah. Sold. Oh, it is out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Everything it's, I saw, it's, saw it's a, a French pre-order. press. Yeah. yeah okay. French press. That's it's a good the, backup coffee maker, Ryan, in case like you know your coffee pot dies or okay. power goes out. If so, you're camping. So yeah, that, camp. that is a good product, actually. Yes. <laughs> you can't screw up a, a French press. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'd have no clue. <laughs> one of the other things I know I bought this at one point. It's really cool. I wouldn't say it's useful. In the way you think, but the R2-D2 measuring cups, it's R2-D2, and you take off pieces, and it's different sizes of measuring cups. And then the top, the shoulders basically come off for uh, uh, measuring spoons as well. A couple problems with it. Number one, it is not dishwasher safe, so you have to hand clean the whole thing. Yep, that's why I didn't buy it. (laughs) Number two, the, the, the measuring spoons don't stay in very well. Like They're kind of loose in there. It, It looks cool when you put it all together, but... I don't know. I've always just had it as more of a decoration and never really used it. Yeah, mine has never actually been used. I have it on my shelf. The BB, there's also a BB-8 one that just came out oh, recently. Really? Yeah, and it's it's nesting cups. So there's oh. a top and a bottom, and then all the rest nest inside. So I think that one might be a little more useful, but I haven't I haven't bought it and tried it out yet. Okay. I'm a huge coffee cup collector, and I will buy pretty much any Star Wars coffee cup I find. And every Christmas now, we drink with the ugly sweater coffee cups that they released a while ago. Those are really cool. They're awesome. They're nice and big. They're perfect for hot cocoa. Did you buy the Big Bad, big bad Daddy cup from, from Hallmark? Yes. Right. And I've also got, like, my favorite one's the R2-D2 one with the dome that comes off that beeps. Oh, it's yeah, I had that one, too. It's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> I, I bought not one dishwasher to, safe. Oh, yeah, I bought one to use, and I've got one still in the box because it's so cute. Did you buy the cookie jar? That's the companion for that? I did. Plays, it, yes. I, yeah. Those the are some of my favorite stuff, pieces. Yes, that stuff gets me, let me tell you. But it's so fragile. I, that it was my it one. is. If you look at it wrong, it's going to crack. <laughs> and then they don't have packaging. That was the part that shocked oh. me. Because I go in there and I'm like, I would like the box for this. And they're like, I'm sorry, there's no box for this. And I was like, mm-hmm. what do you mean there's no box for this? So. Yeah. Hmm. I was a little disappointed when I ordered the 
job of the hut candy dish from Hallmark and I ordered two and I thought, well, maybe they'll send it in a case and it comes in like a big box, but there's like no packaging on it, no label or anything that's cool so that, you know, when you're storing it away the rest of the year, um, you know what it is from the outside. It's just mm-hmm. a boring, boring box. Nothing oh. on it. The, the plight of the collector. <laughs> it's like that, that uh, Comic-Con uh, exclusive Lego set that Amazon sent out and they just put packaging labels on the on the actual box no. and sent it out and like there was a great outcrying of pain in the force as all the collectors from, that received those in the mail cried out at once <laughs> no <laughs> Amazon does that a lot with Lego sets period mm. but let me give you a hint if you mark it as a gift you get an outer box huh because that's Ooh. the way they hide it so because Obviously, things get shipped in their shipping carton a lot of times with Amazon. So if you mark it as a gift, it won't get shipped in that. There we go. Hmm. It's a good tip. <laughs> I think I heard that recently on the uh, the Hasbro um, the Black Series Darth Vader set. That's the forty dollars set that people have been getting those in a in a shipper box when they order it from Amazon if they marked it as a gift. Mm-hmm. Anyway, back to kitchen items. <laughs> Oh, we went through a lot of stuff. Uh, another one that's in there, they do a couple things. There's been gallery. They're really known for their holiday items that we see usually like Valentine's Day or Christmas or Halloween. But they've done a few things, some cookie jars and some jars and mugs. I know I have, I can't remember what season it was, but it's just like, uh, how do I put it? It's like one of those jars you keep in your kitchen and put flour or sugar in or something like that. But It's like canisters. Yeah, there you go. And it's black and has like, Darth Vader's chest plate on the front of it, which is why I bought it. It has a nice little lid and everything. And I think they had a couple of different ones of these. I don't remember which ones were there. Do you guys remember those? It seems like I thought I saw BB-8 ones somewhere. I thought uh, I thought there was an R2 one, but I could be mistaken. R2 would make sense. Considering, like, the Vader, it's not like his head or anything like that. It's just his chest plate. I could see R2 doing the same thing, where it's just the uh, the front of R2-D2 there. Yeah, quick search and I'm not seeing them here. What was that, Jim? Well, I've seen a lot of cookie jars, I and mean, there is a, there is a BB BB8 cookie jar, but I'm not sure if it was made by Gallery or not. Yeah, there's a ton of cookie jars. I know there's no way we're going to get through probably a tenth of the cookie jars that are out there, vintage and otherwise. But they're so cool, but they take up so much space. I know when some of the have 30, 30 of them. Yeah, well, the cooler ones are the star ones, which were from the, what about ninety four, ninety five, and they're like yep. Busts. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have a three PO one that I was fortunate enough to get from Gus Lopez. I think you've got a few, don't you, Jim? I have the I have a, a star I have a Wicket one myself. Like, okay. Being part of the Ewok Builders Club on the side, I have a special uh, place in my heart for the Ewok collectibles. So when I find, when I find stuff that is baking related, I try to pick it up. Uh-huh. But yeah, they're really nice. They're you know, a foot and a half wide and you know about a foot tall, and they typically have some sort of big big gray base that gives you the name of the character it's on in Star Wars. Right. And then the the, the shoulders or torso comes up to let, to let you have access to the cookie jar. It's They're really nice. You can get a hold of them. One of the more interesting ones I saw was a uh, Jabba the Hutt one, which was almost a full figure of Jabba kind of wrapped with his tail wrapped around him and everything. Yeah, he, uh, he's on the, the, the playset uh, base, isn't he? Playset base. Like, like the event, the vintage toy, like Darth uh, Jabba the Hutt sits on a oh. on like a, a throne on the dais, like the cook- yeah, yeah, on the dais, yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. I don't have one to look at right now, but yeah, I'm pretty sure it does. Oh, I've seen, we talked about the mixers earlier. I actually see the pictures of the mixers. The stick blenders? Yeah. Oh, no, these are actually like actual mixers, not blenders. I don't know if these are actual items. I'm seeing like a Stormtrooper one and a Boba Fett. Maybe somebody just painted these. Yeah, it says it's a KitchenAid. I've never seen Star Wars KitchenAid items. Oh, yeah, yeah, you can buy you can buy wrap. It's a sticker wrap you can get on Etsy that will oh. allow you just to, to to make your KitchenAid look like uh, Boba Fett or Stormtrooper. I've seen a bunch of pictures on Etsy and uh, Pinterest hmm. that have those I have decals a nice on. KitchenAid mixer. Maybe I need to do that. It's pretty cool. Oh my gosh, there's Star Wars paper towels. I've never seen this. Are they vintage? <laughs> no, this. Ah, uh, this is Disney. This is recent. What? Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Bounty hunter. You know what? One of the things I've always wanted is Star Wars toilet paper. So uh, this looks like it's, uh, Europe. It's a dollar, one euro and ninety is what I'm seeing here uh, for two rolls. Here, I'll send you guys the link so you can see this. Is it Zewa brand? Z e w a or whatever that is. Uh, just a second. I don't. I know that brand did do that. If this is current, maybe we should just order a case and then split it up together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's see. What is the brand? I just see, like, Disney on it. I don't see a brand name. Oh, well, it's got, like, a clone trooper on the back. It has Vader on the front of the packaging and a clone on the back. And then the towel, paper towel itself has, like, stormtroopers all over it. Interesting. And Vader, and it says Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars. Could there's at least one other type because if you do a Google search, there's also one that has R2D2, C3PO, uh, like the, all the helmets, like Darth Vader's helmet, uh, X, X-wing fighter pilot helmet. It's like red, red ink print on a on a roll of of uh, paper towels. Says those are made in Italy. Uh, I'm going to Italy in three weeks. I'm going to look for these. <laughs> Yeah, I don't see like how much it would be for shipping to the United States. I probably have to add it in, but uh, I don't. Well, if you see them in Italy, I do have a FedEx number, <laughs> and then we can split up shipping because it'd be a little cheaper. We we can see what we can do. But did you guys get the link I sent you? No, I haven't gotten it yet. I put it in the Skype conversation. Oh, I don't have access to that. Arnie's oh. got it. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. I, there's three computers running in my house right now, and that one's in the other room. Oh, okay. Not surprised. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's very complicated. I mean, we we have, like, stuff hardwired in here anymore in our studio, so. Yeah, it's just something I've never seen. So that that's closer to my Star Wars toilet paper that I've always wanted. So maybe maybe my dream will come true one day. Of course, if I find that, then I want Spaceballs the toilet paper, but. Get a Kickstarter going. Well, you know, a long time ago, I, I found the guy who did the embroidery on toilet paper on Etsy, and I asked him if he'd do space balls on toilet paper, and he said no. Mm. Yeah. Oh. Whoa, there's a faucet? Okay. Oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's Darth Vader. Oh, oh that, that's the shower head, the Darth Vader shower head. No, 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 this is a faucet, that? a sink faucet. Is it Darth Vader crying like it is like no, the shower head? No, I have that. Um, no, this actually lights up your water to, like, blue or red. Oh, yeah, they've had those, but they haven't been Star Wars. Is this one Star Wars? I don't know. I just typed in Star Wars Kitchen on a Bing search, and it popped up. I usually use Google, and now you know, I like Google better. Sorry. Sorry, Bing user. No, you, you, yeah, use Google. <laughs> <laughs> my, my problem usually with – oh, here, I can visit the page now. Okay. 
Usually Google has it so I can just go right to the page. Oh, okay, here's all sorts of stuff we missed. But I want to find this first. Oh, here we we go. haven't talked about the tiki mugs yet. Like in our cl- in our group, the tiki mugs are the rage. Everyone wants the the different, uh, the you know the Jabba the Hutt tiki pitcher and all of the. There's two series of, of tiki Star Wars tiki mugs coming out of Think Geek that are pretty cool for throwing Hawaiian parties. I've seen those. I think I think Think Geek single handedly brought tiki's back. <laughs> yes. Because it has been all the rage, and they've got them like in a ton of licenses now. Mm-hmm. I've seen that. They had, like, Guardians of the Galaxy recently, didn't they? Or something Marvel. Yep. Uh Uh-huh. Well, I love... Sorry, on that faucet, just to get back to that, um, we can go back to Tiki Mugs. It's just an LED faucet. Like, it puts an LED Mm -hmm. in the water. It's not actually a Star Wars licensed item. Yeah, it's super cheesy. But tempting. (laughs) Does it have sound effects, too? Because I kind of wonder if it didn't. It doesn't say that. It's just, like, an LED LED faucet. Well, I know they have... They have the, uh, it's kind of like, not really kitchen, but the shower heads, the RT yes. Invader shower heads do. I kind have of in the plumbing aspect of it. Right. <laughs> All right, back to Tiki Mugs. I, my, hands down, one of my favorite things from Celebration was the Java and Salacious Crumb Tiki Mugs. And I went out after I got them and um, bought some Tiki Mug umbrellas so that I can display them with umbrellas and them on the shelf. I know that uh, at Star Wars Celebration, uh, Florida just... Recently, uh, the tiki mugs were the big thing. Like people were lined up around the corner to buy all of those tiki mugs. Huh. It was a good. For me, it was a little bit disappointing when they when I realized that what they were selling as an exclusive wasn't actually an exclusive. But I was very still happy to get it, to get home with me. <laughs> <laughs> you could have just bought it from the comfort of your own home. I know, but they did. Well, they're it said exclusive con exclusive yeah. on it and i, I think know. the packaging itself does say star wars celebration but if all you wanted it for was the pitcher the java pitcher then you uh-huh. could buy it. you can buy it now for uh, i think it's what 23 dollars or something but if you're going to do a tiki party you have to you have to look for my my favorite star wars food preparation collectible which is in 2005 the the london or the the european star wars collecting club released uh four-inch pewter bar set of C-3PO, R2-D2, Yoda, and Darth Vader. Hmm. And they're... Well, I, I first found these in Star Wars Celebration 6, and I was so excited that I had found the Darth Vader, which was like this five-pound Darth Vader figurine where his Whoa. his shoulders and his head come off, and he's a corkscrew. Oh, yeah. And I found out... Yeah, that the, the other pieces, like C-3PO splits in half, and he's a foil knife for a wine bottle, and R2-D2's uh, dome pops off, and it's a bottle opener, uh, I mean, a, a beer bottle cap remover. Okay. And then uh, Yoda is a, a wine topper, so he has, a, he has a cork underneath his feet. So once you've removed the cork, then you can put Yoda on the top of your wine bottle. Like, it's, for me, it's one of my favorite pieces. It sits in the forefront of my collection. Hmm. Apparently, on... On Gumtree.com, one sold for 160 pounds. So it's you know they're they're wow. roughly 300 dollars for the set, which it's it's a good 15 to 20 pounds of pewter. Wow! So I would say it's worth it. Hmm. Hey Jim, for functionality, would you say that the wine set is it something that you would use? Like, is it worthwhile to use as actually a wine set? Every piece but Darth Vader. And the only reason mm. I say that is Darth Vader has no – like most most wine cork pullers you find these days have some sort of mechanical advantage that allows you to easily pull the cork, where Darth Vader is literally just 
a wine scr- a corkscrew. So you have to use all yeah. of your your strength to pull the wine cork out. So I I would I would use the foil knife and the cork and and the bottle opener, but I probably wouldn't use the wine puller just because it's not it's not as easy as some of the other options that I have in my house. Hmm. You know something else I just ran across, which. I, was this Kodo? I don't remember. It's the or no, it's Think Geek. Uh, the Dar the Death Star T infuser. Oh yeah, that yeah. one also really cool. I use it all the time. I love it. So this is a good product to use. All right. Yeah, like it's it, it's the the actual infuser looks like the Death Star, and it's got a little chain that has a little Tie Fighter on yeah. it. Okay. Very functional. Well, that's good good to know. Uh, let's see. I've seen some bottle stoppers. I know they've done a few of those and some uh, a Death Star bottle. Op- they've done several bottle openers. Been like yeah, the a- pewter the pewter fridge magnets that are yes. bottle openers. A lot of those. There's like a Falcon, Millennium Falcon, a mm-hmm. Vader, and a Death Star. I think and Han and Carbonite. There's and then there's been a lot of salt and pepper sh- pepper shakers that have come out. I, I see just a bland one that's just like black and white and has an image of Vader and an image of Stormtrooper. But they've had some. Like Sigma had what R2 and R5D4 as salt and pepper yep, shaker, yep. didn't they? Yep. And then I think uh, it's was a split Co- Death Star. Okay. Didn't Kodo have something too? Um, I don't know if they were Kodo. They're they are um, Kodo, but they're um, well, yeah, 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 that does make me wonder. But they're they're pepper mills. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Were, were they were they Kodo or were they just imports from by them? They're imports from Japan because the same company also did the soy sauce dispensers. Okay. Oh, I thought that was Kodo too. I have that soy sauce dispenser too, but so they made like a shampoo bottle too or something crazy like that. Yeah, the huh. the shampoo bottle. Now I also have a product catalog for them. So give me a second, I will. I'll find out the distributor. Okay. It's prob- from Heart. Heart. Hmm. Heart. Heart. Okay. Amy, who was the company that you bought that uh, BB-8 frying pan from that had a, a raised uh, decal of, the, yeah. of, of a BB-8 on the bottom of the Yeah, I don't, know, I don't know the manufacturer, but I did get it off of Hobby Link Japan. That's a dangerous site. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> Talk to me later, Jim. Okay. I'm putting in another order. <laughs> Sweet. Did anyone get a hold of those little sushi plates from Japan that had Star Wars decals on them? I know they were really exclusive. I Mm-mm. I have one of the soy sauce dishes with Yoda on it. I was jealous. I didn't I didn't get in on that before they all disappeared. What was the one they did at Celebration a few years ago with Admiral Akbar on it? Wasn't there a sushi set, sushi set of that? Oh yes, yes. Yeah, there was it's that. Is it any we good? also should. It's okay. The, I mean, it's a cool one. It had a place set, a chopstick holder, chopsticks, a bowl, um, and a soy sauce dish. And it is actually, in fact, still available if you go over to um, Read Pop's site. Oh, okay. You can still purchase that. Oh, you know what we missed is with the the Space Slug oven mitt. Though this was, was this like the the magazine or was this Think Geek? I don't remember. It was Think Geek. It was Think Geek. It has well, like it was a little offered there. Has a little Millennium Falcon inside of it. And... Yeah, it was a little embroidered in Millennium Falcon. It yeah. Was like, so it, Basically, an oven mitt that looked like a space slug. Yeah. Yeah. I I missed that when it first came out, and then I had to go search the interwebs and get mine after the fact. But it, it's pretty cool. There's. Yeah. I missed on that one the, too, and that was one I wanted. They're they're not they're still around if you if you look hard enough, but they're not as prevalent as they used to be. Uh, Think Geek now sells the silicone Darth Vader hand and the silicone yeah. uh, stormtrooper hand. My one gripe is they're both right. They're both right-handed. 
I, I have the Vader. I have the Vader one, and it's really small on my hand. Like I don't use it. It's hard to get my hand into it. Uh, we should probably talk about Funko and their oh, yeah. kitchen stuff too. Go for it, Funko. Funko, Funko makes giant cups like soup bowls. Yeah, and they also make a line of salt and pepper shakers. I hadn't seen the salt that and are, pepper shakers. It's Whoa. in this month's um, Smuggler's Bounty box. There's a, uh, I think it's Han and Greedo. But they also sell, you know, I don't know that they sell any Star Wars ones, but those might have just been in the box. They sell, like, other licenses, like Marvel and some other stuff they've got. And they sell, like, the big cups that are make great soup mugs or, again, great hot cocoa or tea mugs. Yeah. But they're they're giant, though. I mean, they're huge. Yeah, very wide, wide mouth, but they're not particularly tall. Yeah. Call correctly. Yeah. Yeah, I think I have the three PO mug. I, I did Smuggler's Bounty for the first year and then quit. But um, yeah, I've got that three PO one that they did, but I, I never got anything beyond that. And they, they have a bunch of them: Boba Fett, huh. Chewbacca, uh, BB-8, Stormtroopers, Darth Vader. So coming out. You know, we they, they look pretty cool. We talked about the Wilton cake pan, the vintage ones, but there's been more modern ones. Have you gotten those, Jim? A lot of there's there's a lot of uh, silicone ones that are coming out. Like there's a R two D two and a Darth Vader that came out of Australia, and they're basically oh. just a silicone mold that looks just like the original pans, except for they're a little smaller. Uh, I, I know I, that recently Wilton did release re-release the Darth Vader helmet as a as what nineteen well, sorry two thousand two thousand fifteen I think is when that one came out again. Hmm. I have a Wilton one, a Vader Wilton one that was from a few years back, but it does not look like the original one. It's very different. It's, yeah, it's more more sharper profile. Yes, yes. And I just happened across there's something from looks like from England because it's in pounds, but I've found a, a Darth Vader baking tray that's again a different mold. It looks like it's metal that I had not seen before. And that one's more. That one has more of a round face to it, right? Yeah, a little bit. Keep finding. I know stuff. they just came out with a BB-8 pan. A oh, silicone really? BB-8 pan. Okay. So, Ooh. Yeah, that's one of the things that I bought when I was on ThinkGeek. I was like, there's a BB-8 pan? <laughs> <laughs> there I was. So, so Jim, which is better, to go on ThinkGeek.com and shop or to actually go in the store since we have those ThinkGeek stores in our area now? You know, I haven't actually been there. Oh, you haven't been to the store yet? Okay. No, but I, I, I find that the ThinkGeek stores are pretty heavy on the kitchen items, which is good. Okay. But I also – I've noticed that they don't carry – everything whereas the site has um the website itself happens to have a lot more stuff but it is still worth checking out if you have a think geek near you um save on the shipping and or you could have it shipped at the store and pick it up there oh there you go Uh, do you know if there's many think geek stores out there i know they were fairly new when they came up here there's Um, not that many yet i know they're like they're hitting the coast and moving inward yeah Hmm. So we've got they one are in Seattle, one in quick. Tacoma now. And we go to the one in New York every time we go to New York because okay. we don't have one near us. And there is a lot more stuff um, in the store. Sometimes I see stuff in the store that I've never seen online and haven't seen yet online. And not, I don't know if that's the New York one, but I've picked up a bunch of Star Wars stuff there and I picked up a bunch of Marvel stuff there that I've never seen online. Hmm, good to know. I, I, I don't... I haven't really looked too hard there. I, I've been like to their store, I think, two or three times there at Northgate, but mostly for action figures. <laughs> well, keep in mind now that ThinkGeek, Hot Topic, and GameStop are all one company now. Right. Yes. So they're starting to move into a lot of GameStop locations that are closing. 
because there are some GameStops closing, and then they're closing their other chain called Simply Mac, too, and they're moving some Think Geeks into there if they're big enough. Interesting. Hmm. I'm on their stock press release for some reason. <laughs> Have you guys looked at any of the, the Etsy stuff where people are using 3D printers to make cookie cutters and, no. and other types of, of mm-hmm. like molds and things? Like It's real interesting to see the ergon- – the, like the – I'm not ergonomic, but the grassroots evolution of new, new and interesting things in the in the world of of Star Wars memorabilia in general, but also in in the world of cookie cutters and stuff from Etsy. I've been having a lot of fun buying some of that stuff. Spatulas that are that are laser cut or laser burnt to have decals in them that are like so it's just a standard wood spatula, but it now looks like it's Star Wars. Huh. That kind of stuff has been really fun to collect as well. And I like that you can get some of the weird offshoot stuff like it, it is star trek i will preface it with that but i got the <laughs> face palm face palm uh picard cookie cutter <laughs> which That's is awesome, awesome. <laughs> i've been staying off etsy lately because i would spend too much money on it and i need to save money right now uh, uh, yeah etsy is a is a big money and time suck for me unfortunately yeah. in fact uh while we've been doing this i've already got Uh-oh. one item in my cart and i'm probably adding another so <laughs> If not more. Danger! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's one other manufacturer I wanted to hit up. We talked very briefly about it earlier, and that's Zach, which has been doing, like, plastic wear, more modern stuff. Uh, I know I've seen, like, trays and cups, and I want to say water bottles. Sets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fred Meyer had a bunch of those. Yeah, I've seen them at Target like as well. like a lidded cup with a, with a, plate, a matching plate to go with mm-hmm. it. They had character ones. I think my mom a few years ago bought me a couple character ones, like 3PO and Vader and R2. And again, it was more the chest of each character rather than like the, the face, which was a little more interesting. Um, these are cheap, too. They, <laughs> I bought a couple things at a GameStop that was clearing out Star Wars stuff, and they had like the BB-8 tray and the Millennium Falcon tray. And I mean, on, on clearance, they were about 3 bucks or something like that. I have mm-hmm. noticed that they can be a little fragile. My BB-8 play tray got uh, knocked onto the floor and it actually broke. We glued oh, it back no. together and it, and it works what? fine. But yeah, I was. Kind I've of got that same broke. one and and I haven't used it yet. So now I'm glad for the warning. Yeah. <laughs> you know, now, I, go ahead. Look at looking at um, looking at the Zach stuff. It kind of reminds me of Decca in that it, it kind of has that same type of quality. But I also kind of wonder how the plastics are going to age. Yeah, they don't age well. Um, <laughs> Zach sent me a set of their ceramic plates and some of their melamine plates. That's the plastic. Okay. The plastic ones are called melamine, and the ceramic plates are amazing. And I actually use them for Thanksgiving and Christmas to put out like my food for uh, like finger foods and hors d'oeuvres and things, and made displays around the printed area on the ceramic plate because it doesn't cover the whole plate those are really great heavy stoneware plates those have lasted a long time the plastic plates now i will preface it and say i probably use at least one of them every day for something they start to bubble and then the plastic there's like a plastic layer on top that peels off um but i've had them let's see they came out i got these before the force awakens so they've lasted quite a while I had two sets of four of the brightly colored ones with, like, Vader and R2 and Chewbacca, and I don't remember who the other one was. And I'm still – I think I've got six of them left out of eight. They definitely yeah. seem like a, a kid's 
type of uh, item. Just co- oh, absolutely. Yeah. They um, also make uh, compartmentalized plates, like oh, like, like for, for separating. Yeah, like the vintage ones. Very cool. I got a large Zach, and I don't even think they do these anymore, but a large salad bowl that they did for the Clone Wars because they had a lot of stuff during the Clone Wars era that they had. And I love that thing. I I will say that I hand wash it every time I use it just to make sure that I'm a little more gentle to it um, than just tossing in a dishwasher. But I bring that to Sarlacc meetings and, and Star Wars events if we're doing a potluck. It's a great thing to have. Okay, very cool. That's the one with with well. There's one that's got uh, BB-8 and Phasma on it with fire behind them. Is, it, is that the one you're talking about, or? No, this one has. I mean, it's Clone Wars, so it has um, oh, Ahsoka and Yoda and Anakin and Obi Wan on it. Apparently, there's more than one. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> you know, one last thing I found. It may be a Think Geek item. I don't know. I found a picture of it. I couldn't figure out where it was from. There's a BB-8 teapot. I know that Underground they sell toys. One. Yep. Underground toys. Okay, there we go. I think Geek also sells a BB-8 teapot, but I'm not, I mean, it's not the same one. <laughs> Is this the one where it's split top and bottom? Uh, so I don't cup... have it up anymore, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the the only one currently with a license to make teapots, as far as I'm aware, is Underground Toys. Okay. Hmm. There's also a new Empire Strikes Back. It's, it's a normal teapot, but it's got the Imperial symbol on the side, and it's got, like, a star background with, with, I think, Darth Vader on one side. That's coming out of Think Geek. But it may be an underground toy merchandise being sold through uh, Think Geek. Are those the, is that the one with the gold foil stars? I think so. Okay, I, they have a whole line of items at Think Geek with fun, bright colors and gold stars, and they're very trendy looking. They've got, like, kitchen spatulas, kitchen towels, really cool mugs and, like, water bottles that I'm probably, as soon as they have a decent enough sale, I'm going to pick up every one of those. It's just, it's, they're really pretty, and I really like the way they look. I I know how you feel, Marjorie. I had the water bottle in my hand several times when I've gone to Think Geek now. Yeah. And I almost went to check out with them, and I'm like, "Uh, it's kind of pricey, I have to put it back. (laughs) Yeah, I'm waiting for a sale. Like one of the really good sales to buy it because I really, I really want the kitchen towels. I have a kitchen towel collection and I don't have any Star Wars kitchen towels, so I really want those for it. Hmm. Well, do we have anything else that anybody wanted to bring up as far as kitchen items? I think we've gotten it all. Uh, oh, that's most of it. Amy, didn't you have some tea towels or something like that? Hmm. Oh, the Japanese ones. There were Japanese tea towels. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. Japanese tea towels, and they still make them. I think there's like three or four new designs every year that come out. Huh. You got those at San Diego, didn't you, one year? I got them at San Diego one year, and one year I was really lucky on Hobby Link Japan and got them, and I know right now, and hopefully no one clearances them out before I get a chance to buy one, (laughs) there's a seller on Etsy that is selling them exclusively. Oh, okay. So, Hmm. yeah. Well, I, I, have you guys? We, we, did we? We didn't talk about the those Halloween candy dishes. Oh yeah, those are cool. They're yeah. a, 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 like a vac form uh, foam uh, machine painted figurine that's about what two and a half foot tall, and it has like a little small child wearing a Star Wars costume. They're frightening. <laughs> some of, some of some of them are a little a little <laughs> <Yeah>. angry looking, <laughs> especially the, the, the okay. 
No, Boba Fett's totally cool. Vader looks pretty good. Stormtrooper looks pretty good. Uh, the Jawa looks a little angry, just a little bit. That's the one wicked item I refuse to buy. It's just too too weird. Too weird. <laughs> Does it have pupils in the eyes too? <laughs> Dude, the the yeah the the Ewok one very like gray gray fur like very menacing like like a angry grin yeah it's it's a little creepy but when you're when you have the other four you must collect all six so <laughs> well they've done Marvel ones too haven't they now oh yeah oh yes <laughs> there's a venom just outside the door of the room I'm sitting in aha uh-huh, okay. <laughs> And let me tell you, when you don't know what's being put out and you walk downstairs, it can scare you. I'm sure. <laughs> it's like when we, when I first finished making my life-size Ewok mannequin, like I put that in my in the corner of my living room next to my collector shelf, and every time I walk in that room, I'd go, "Oh, it's just a mannequin." Yeah. <laughs> just, I'm usually pretty good with my Ewoks, but uh, I'll get other people with them. Oh yeah. <laughs> when, when I moved down. in with Arnie, he had that life-size icons, Han Solo, Frozen, and Carbonite in his bedroom. And that was kind of frightening to wake up to when you're not used to it. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, Jim, didn't you have, like, a grill or something? Oh, yeah. There's – just just recently they came out with – there's a new item from, from Broil Chef that is an entire, like, like – camping grill that you would put in the back of your pickup truck that looks like a TIE fighter and it, it, really cool metal decaling in the front and then on the actual grill itself there are two two Star Wars like the, the writing of Star Wars written backwards on the grill so that you can actually sear Star Wars into your food when you cook yeah. cook with it. It's really cool like the price tag is what you would expect a nice grill to cost which is $400 but if you're going to buy one, this is the one you should get if you're a Star Wars fan because it's pretty awesome. I see. Yeah, and I've seen recent uh, images of those pop up, but I didn't know. Mm-hmm, if, at mm-hmm. first, I didn't know if that was a real thing or not. But uh, uh, the last I, celebration, they had one demoed. Okay. At the celebration in the in the exhibit hall. It was really cool. Apart from that, the other big item that I saw that I'm really excited on seeing is there's going to be a, a Millennium Falcon waffle iron that's coming out from oh. the same guys that put out the other. Well, I think I saw iron. an image of that a little earlier. I wasn't mm-hmm. sure if that was somebody who made that just the way it looked in the picture, but the one that I saw was just a prototype, so it hadn't act- didn't actually have the waffle iron plates in it. Okay. But the outside is going to look like a Millennium Falcon with an extra long handle, oh, so cool. it should be really cool. Nice. So do we miss? Well, I'm sure we missed plenty. But is there anything anybody else wanted to bring up? There's lots of kitchen items. So Mar- Marjorie, before, yeah, uh, the the Lars Homestead 40th anniversary plates. Did you buy any of those? No, I did. I was just and? wondering if you had used them. Well, I was disappointed when I got them because the decal that says 40th anniversary is on top of the glaze. <gasps> not oh, under the glaze. Oh. And You're I was not going like, to be able to dishwasher those. I know. I was like, oh, this makes me and sad. Honestly, and that makes me really wonder if it's food safe then. Yeah. yeah. I, here's something else. Okay, because I used to work in manufacturing, one of the things that we always had was, is it food safe? Because people will put food in anything. And a lot of the stuff that I see, like with that, I, I would not eat food off of there just because I know it's in paint. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
well, I have two sets, so if you would like to uh, to put one on your shelf, I might be able to give you one. Okay, we might have to talk <laughs> later on then, but I won't need any food off of it. <laughs> it's like uh, those collector plates where you just hang them on the wall and never use them. Ah, Franklin Mint. So if you guys are interested in the Think Geek placemat, because so Think Geek sells a, a plastic melanine plate and a placemat that from from Hoth and Bespin and a couple other places. And it was their way of bundling up their silverware with, with other products. So you get a full set of Darth Vader handles, uh, light, lightsaber handled silverware, and then a, a, a rather pretty plate and then a, a placemat to go with it. And those are currently on Think Geek for 68% off. So if you're, we were biding your time because they were like $25, $30 at the beginning, and that was way too much money for one plate. Now you can get them for a much reason, more reasonable price. So I had been coveting them for about a year, and they finally came to a price that I was willing to pay, which is like <laughs> 14 bucks. You know, something else we missed was the uh, pizza cutters. The, I see a oh, lightsaber yeah. pizza cutter, and I think there was a Millennium Falcon one, if I remember correctly. I want... There's an R2-D2 one, and I want to say there's also a BB-8 one. Uh, maybe it was R2. Because I remember, like, the, the Star Trek one that was the Enterprise. That was kind mm-hmm. of one of those early things. That one's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And I know they put out a Star Wars one, but it just wasn't quite the same. I mean, the Star Trek one really worked well for the shape and everything. But I will, I will say the X-Wing knife block is an actual knife block. I was just disappointed that it's not actually metal. The block really? is actually plastic, chromed plastic. Wow. So if you you're, if you buy it expecting it to be a sturdy piece of equipment, it, it isn't. But it, the, the knives are still sharp. So. <laughs> yeah, that looked metal. I always thought it was. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. It's just plastic. Hmm, I wonder how it'll hold up. I don't know. It came out of the box. I was like, oh, it's not metal. All right, back in the foam, back in the, <laughs> box, back in the shell. <laughs> See, that's why I was kind of worried about the quality of the knives, too, you know? I don't know. I yeah. never never used them for anything. Huh. See, that means I probably won't take them out of the box. <laughs> Sad face. Oh, there's uh, the barbecue tongs, too, that are lightsaber. Mm-hmm. They make noise. Like, when you weave them around, they make noise. Right. Which is a kick. Uh, they they do have all the characteristics of a normal pair of tongs. I, haven't, I don't have any pros and cons to them. Okay. Well, that's pretty much everything I've got, unless somebody else wanted to bring something up. That's all I can think of. Okay. <laughs> so uh, that's kind of a look at the the kitchen items uh, from Star Wars. There's probably many more. There's probably people listening at home going, but there's this, but there's this, but there's this. And I know there's, there's more because uh, there's been a lot put out. It seemed like five, maybe even ten years ago, there was barely any of these items, and then – I was I kind of credit William Sonoma for really kicking that off, and then it grew after that. But uh, maybe it was a little earlier than that. But there's been a lot of stuff, especially in recent years, come out, and a lot of it's really fun. One of the things that we've learned in talking here is a lot of it isn't necessarily good for using. <laughs> they can be good decorations in your kitchen, but uh, not necessarily good for putting food on or actually making. As we said, like with the cookie cutters, uh, they they weren't very good at all. <laughs> But uh, hopefully you kind of learned something from that. I know Jim had a few items that said were awesome, and maybe you should go out and get them. I'll stand behind the toasters. I like them, uh, but but maybe other people have not liked them as much. They make toast like I like it, so I'm okay with that. 
So thank you guys for joining us. Uh, thank you, Marjorie, for coming on. I know you're such a busy person with all the podcasts, but I'm, I'm glad we could get oh, you yes. on here. <laughs> yes, definitely. Well, the book's done, so I have a lot more free time this oh, year. Oh, yay. I'm looking forward to that. I, I was a backer yeah. on that, and I'm looking forward to reading that. Oh, awesome. Yeah, well, it's going to go to the print here soon. Yeah, so. I, got, I got the update Yeah, just today. Actually. Awesome. And uh, thank you, Amy, for making time to come and join us. Thanks for having me as always. It's always it's always fun, yeah. these podcasts. So. And thank you, Jim, for joining us, being our resident uh, kitchen expert. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> All right. Jim, is there any way, if somebody wanted to get in contact with you, maybe to have you make a wedding cake or anything else, uh, is there any way you'd like them to do that? Uh, they can. I guess they can find me on Facebook. or Okay. So you can find Jim on Facebook. <laughs> Just look for Jim. Yeah. <laughs> well, if I ever get remarried, Jim, you can make mine. <laughs> I would. I wouldn't. I would love to make you a, a recommitment cake if you can <laughs> yes. ever have a recommit. Recommitment. Okay, five years, twentieth anniversary. I'm going to hit you up for oh, a recommitment cake. Boom! One life-size Jar Jar Binks cake. Oh my yes! god! <laughs> we now have this recorded as actual fact. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I've always wanted to make a life size cake with all the PVC pipe and the layers. Oh, boy. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you for listening. If you have any questions or comments or something we missed, something we got wrong, you can write to us at swccpodcast at gmail.com or look us up on Facebook and leave comments or uh, send us a message to that. Thank you for <laughs> listening. And, Yubna. Uh, Chewbacca. Oh, 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 oh